Is there a memory card in there? <laughs> the memory card. All right. Is Check in there. It. I need to pull up a review, so I'm ready for I'm ready for fans. All right. I just want to give everyone a quick tip before we set it off. Okay. Yeah. Oh, we're going. What's One. Here? What? This is what you look like when you have a kid. Busted. Hold on. I'm actually going to start with this because yeah. I have a bone to pick with everybody. Right. Every, like, multiple people have come up to me today and been like, yo, GG. You look tired. His eyes are ready. I'm got like, bags. You, I got a pimp. I got I one got, of those eye pimples going got an on. Eye like, pimple. I didn't want to. I didn't want to call you out. But that's what it is. I mean, there's nothing. Amy he already sold it. Amy, on it. Leah, Leah's listening to this right now. Be like, I told you, put a warm towel on it. Oh my God, it's a mess. Put some cucumbers on I, it. I'm not complaining because a lot of people have kids. Yeah. You just gotta battle through it. Battle through it. Yeah. Uh-huh. That's number one. Okay. okay so that's number number one tip. That's okay. what you look like. Okay. Number two tip. Hopefully. Amy and DHD could take this show over today. Yeah. Do not eat a burrito before you do a podcast. <laughs> Did you All right? do that? Because I'm dragging hard. Man, I, I was almost asleep at my desk. Yeah, he's on Instagram. By oh, now. my I, goodness. I could, I could show you. I, could I show have you a coffee. Like. I have a seltzer. I have a phone. I have everything here trying to keep me up. All right. I'm well, falling asleep. Well, this is, we're going to try to keep you up. Uh, I'm just pulling up reviews so I can read one later. But When you do leave a review, yeah. leave us your favorite Burrito place, city and location. <laughs> We're on the road a lot, uh, and we'll let you know how that yeah. goes. But I want to hear it. the best. I love it. All right, so my favorite part about doing this podcast is that even if I'm prepared and I have an idea, yeah. sometimes you'll just drop a new bomb, mm-hmm. and I will. Mm-hmm. it will already be written for me. Mm-hmm. So I had notes. I had stuff that I wanted to talk about today. Yeah. And then yesterday you sent an email to the team, and I wanted to just completely do it. Okay. I should completely shift, okay? I do not remember the email. You don't remember. <laughs> this, is, this is true. This is how we do it. Yeah. Okay. Uh, we're moving seats on Friday. Oh, uh, okay. At Drift, okay? Yeah. And uh, so I want to call this episode, Does It Matter Where You Sit at Work? Mm-hmm. Because we're moving seats on Friday. It's something that – do you think a lot of companies do seat shuffles or no? Is that uh, I don't think so, okay. but we used to do them in the past at right. different companies, and we would do them quarterly. Uh, we haven't done them that frequently here at no. Drift, but I think we'll we'll pick it up now so, that the team. So what I, what I thought was interesting, and why I wanted to talk, I wanted to interview you about this on mm. this podcast, seeking wisdom. About my right email, here. never interview me about the email because you said you yeah. said you didn't just say, "Hey, we're moving seats." You said that you have a religion about this. Yes. And that's a strong word. Uh-huh. So tell me about this. Why do you have a religion uh, about, you said the specific line was, I have some religion on seating because I've found that when people wall themselves off, bad things happen. Yes. And I want to dig deep on this because everybody that's listening to this podcast is at works. Yeah. Right? And they probably so. work, a lot of them probably work at companies they've never moved once. Yep. So let's go. So I think seating matters. And I became uh, religious over the years about it because I think the people that you surround yourself, like we talk about all the time, yep. matter a lot. Totally. Right? I actually sent or I put on Instagram something else today about like uh, this Harvard study that was in HBR about yep. like the proximity of people who sat next to top performers, their performance picked up. Totally. Right? And so it was just this little thing. But So I think it matters because of that. But I also think the reason that I care about it so much is like we tend to build walls, right? And we tend to optimize for our local incentives. And so what that means is, in practice, is if you, if you create teams that are uh, homogeneous, right, so they're not mixed, mm. they tend to optimize their, what they're trying to do and what they're trying to work on for that local team's incentives. Uh, you, right? just, you end up building, like, all these rival gangs, yes, like, all across exactly. the company, that right? That naturally like, happens, right? So you build up these gangs and you're like, 
F those yeah. people over there. Yeah. Like, we got to optimize for our thing over here. And so what I want to break down is, like we always say, you need to be customer-centric, customer-driven, the ultimate uh, – the ultimate uh, truth is the customer. And so what we want to do is have cross-functional teams that sit together so mm-hmm. that we break down those walls. Yeah, so you had – so these are the guardrails you gave. And this was in particular – this was uh, specific to product. Yeah, product. Because yeah. uh, that's kind of your you know, kind of your thing, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, you said a couple guardrails for every – so these are the guardrails you gave the team. Uh, designers need to sit with their product team. Yep. Uh, product managers need to sit within their product team. And then customer advocates uh, also sit together with that product team. Yep. And customer advocates at Drift are would be something like support at other companies. And what we're doing different that I've never done before at other companies is we've always had designers and PMs and product marketers and engineers sit together in a product team. What we did was take it up a level like we do. And we said, let's now that we're going to build out a support team, we call them customer advocates yeah. for a bunch of reasons. Let's have them embedded within the product teams so that we localize the entire life cycle of the product experience in one team. I love that. Re- I'm going to re- rewind that. Just slow down right now. Listen to that again. Mm-hmm. The support people sit next to the engineer who built the product, the PM who made the whole thing piece together, talk to customers, yeah. and the designer who designed the product. Yes. That is called like the no bullshit product team, yes. right? No excuses. No excuses. No excuses. Everyone is there. So there's no finger point. What we're trying to minimize are excuses and finger pointing, and we want to enable as much control and autonomy as possible. And, and so that's what we do. There. And do you think, so do you think that this can be applied to a non-product teams too? Oh, absolutely. Okay. So uh, we try to do the same things within sales teams and, uh, or, or let's say revenue teams. So try to localize marketing, sales, and success resources together if yeah. possible. And uh, right now we're split up on that side at Drift, but over time we will, once we get those teams big enough, we will try to localize everyone on one team. Yeah, I think the key the key theme overall here is uh, embedding. Yes. Right? Embedding is the key so that you, that you can break down those walls and so that you can learn through osmosis just overhearing, oh, that's what design is working on. That's what PMs, the PMs are working on. This is what the engineer is working on. So there's no – and we did this originally back in the day because we wanted to be, break down those walls because there were excuses about like, well, I didn't know about that. Well, I don't have time to talk to Dave. Yeah. Well, I, you know, just, and so we just removed those things well, you, and said, like, okay, the, now Dave sits an inch from you. You so read, that's you, an you read my mind because this is what I was going to bring up is yeah. all the stories you've told in the past about, yeah. oh, well, I didn't see his Slack message. Oh, yeah. I didn't see, yeah. I didn't see uh, her email. Exactly. I didn't read the wiki post. Totally. I was talking to a PM yesterday from Wayfair. His name's David. Was up. Uh, and he was tr- getting advice on basically what happens at all companies, which is, Teams become walled off, mm. become dysfunctional. Mm-hmm. How do you do this? Mm-hmm. And so I was telling that story, which resonated with him, which was like these walls build up, and our job is to break down these walls quickly. And so a typical wall that will build up is uh, communication breakdown. And usually what a company will do is add process and people and lots of Band-Aids instead of fixing the root problem. And the root problem is like that Dave didn't talk to Amy. And then so, you know, usually the way this would come up is – Someone would say, Dave would say, well, Amy's on the second floor, and I'm on the third floor. So I'd say, so go to the third floor. Right. I, what, what do you you have no problem you? going to get, walking out to get a Starbucks a yeah, half yeah. mile down the road. Exactly. <laughs> so, you know, and I would just, like, repeat myself, and I still do, uh, just so people would get how ludicrous it sounds. So just go talk to them. Well, you know, I don't know what they're working on. 
Well, Amy posted on Slack. Well, Slack's a mess. I can't read it. Okay, she also posted on the wiki. Well, I can't find it on the wiki. She also sent an email. Okay, I didn't have time to read the email. And it's like, all right. Crazy. Well, crazy. Let's fix and, and the root problem. Especially when you know the root problem, you said this, is like every problem in business usually comes down to people. People problem. So fix the people problem instead of putting more process and divisions on walls. And so we're trying to avoid that. And that's why seating is so important and also important so that you can learn from the other disciplines and that you can level up. We're always traveling level up here, right? Mm-hmm. DHD and Amy de- leveling up. We got some crazy got some freaking crazy. Cram- cameras yeah. in here now. Um, speaking of level up, we were actually having a discussion, Amy and I, this morning. Uh, the channel that we want to send everybody to yes. is Instagram. Okay. So go there. Okay. It's Hey Drift, right? Hey Drift. Why? One word. Why? Because there's that Instagram is two, ch- is, is two megatrends in one. Oh, man. Messaging uh-huh. and video. The nephew's flipping In it on one me. channel. You see that? Yeah. Uh, no, but go there. And what we're going to do is um, we're going to be posting all this stuff is on Instagram stories right now. <laughs> and we're going to give away hypergrowth tickets. Yep. But the only way that you can get them, you have to swipe up and send us a message Ooh. from the Instagram stories. Okay. So go over to Instagram. It's Hey Drift. Yeah. Send us a message through Instagram stories. You're yep. going to see this probably comment right now. Okay. And say what's up. You know what I discovered on Instagram? What? Speaking about Instagram yeah. stories. If you go to Instagram, okay. you pull it up. Yeah. If you swipe up yeah. when you're taking a photo, yeah. you can choose from screenshots and photos you have. So you know what you do? You pull up mm. and you take that screenshot of that five-star review you just left and you send it to Hey Drift. And then we can get right back at you. Now, that is the easiest way to to get two hypergrowth tickets. Come on. That's Uh $1,400 value, you know, free. You leave the the review on your phone, six stars only. Yes. Uh, Take a screenshot. Swipe up an Instagram when you're sending a story. Send us that. Hey, Drift. And we'll get back at you with some tickets. We'll get back at you. Okay, fan love of the week. We have have fan love? Yeah. Do you know what's funny about this? Uh, We have 265 five-star reviews. We have one four-star review. What? Ouch. Ice cold. And it was intentional. I saw the comment. Oh. It was intentional. Oh. It was like, stop, He's coming stop at begging for reviews. Really? Uh, another thing, you're going on a podcast next week. Uh, you'll hear more about that later. All right. The we're going to send out an army against host, that four-star. The host emailed me. Okay. And she said... She said, do you guys have any tips on getting reviews? I'm trying to get reviews <laughs> for my show. I noticed you guys have a lot. A lot of reviews. I said, go to every one at the end of our episodes. That's all it is. Six-star reviews only. <laughs> shout out DHD. All she right. hasn't got a shout out in a while. She, yeah, shout out to Amy. Respect. All right, this Respect. is a... Uh, Actually, is, I, I think that people would want this show to be the DHD and Amy show. I think they would. Instead of us. I think they would. Yeah. They would want us to turn it that way. Turn the camera this around. Is a, this is a review from Ryan... Um, he said, this is one of the few shows I listen to as soon as a new episode drops. What's up? I know this is Ryan from digitalmarketer.com. Shout out. Uh, in fact, I once binge listens to eight hours straight at one and a half speed a on soldier. a flight from London to Austin. It's like we were there with him. <laughs> I don't know why you'd want that. but that's, a, um, that's awesome. And not a single episode disappointed. I love the mix of philosophy with real world tactics. Keep up the good work. That is awesome. Five stars. Then. Well, yeah, that, no, it's not six. It's five. Five stars. I was interviewing someone today. Chuck. What's yeah. up, Chuck? What's up, Chuck? He listens to all the episodes. I, see, I actually see a candidate that was in this week right now. Five-star yeah. review. Get out of yeah, here. I swear. <laughs> and he was he was asking me, when's the next one going to drop? Does uh, it drop today or tomorrow? He doesn't the know. This is going to come out tonight. Oh, tonight? Right after this. Right after this. It's going to come right out. Chuck, I don't have answers like that. <laughs> I just, I'm just the talent. I just, I show, just up. show up. Yeah, that's it. All right, cool. Uh, so, that's it. All right. Seeking wisdom. Mm. 
promo code yep. if you go to hypergrowth.drift.com. Please. Get your ticket. Come hang with us. Only then will you have a chance at meeting Amy or DHD. Please. Never before. All right. Peace. See ya.